I climb up hella fast. I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm I ain't no bitch. I get up there, I do the technique, and I look down, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to a phenomenal episode of The Careful Boys, where we have merchandise, by Careful the way. Boys. Check yeah. it out, check it out. Nick, First where's yours? First week of October, check the link. Hurry up, Nick. All right, it's the same one as Bart's. You didn't have to do that. Cool. We have Subin in the house today. What's up, Subin? Subin. Thank you, guys. What is something you never thought you'd be able to do until you actually did it? Fuck, everything. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, Literally everything. Archery. What do you mean? Archery. Everything. Yeah. Everything, yeah. Everything. Archery is the first thing that came to your mind. Yeah. You thought you would never be able to do it? Uh, well, enough. But you got the Katniss vibe already. Yeah. Like, it's so natural. It almost feels like you could pick one up and just Oh my God! Bullseye. <laughs> do you have one of those? You have one of those modern ones uh, with like all the neons and shit. No, I don't. I don't do compound. I do recurve. What's the difference? Hey, Clint, can I make it? Can I? Can I say something? You cannot. No, I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna look outside. Me and Anthony difference. were making fun of you, calling you. Uh, no, not making fun of. Complimenting, complimenting. We're calling you. You do look like action hero right now, though. Can you? Can you? Can you get a quick strut for the camera so everybody? You look like straight up like. We were cracking jokes. This is the Black Widow. This is Natasha Romanoff slash superhero. Come on, come on. You look like a fucking superhero. So this is a compound. You're a fucking superhero. Anthony said it wasn't me. I typed in compound bow. Yeah, so that's a compound. What's a recurve? So, uh, recurve is like the original bow, and they're actually a little bit harder to learn because you have to have a little bit more technique to it. Oh, it looks like um, an old school compound, bow. Compound, you can get your dials in. Um, well, I think you just grow a stick and fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, it's a recurve. Re yeah, Dude, recurve you know, is like that. You know what I want to do? So, like the ballers in Japan, they um they all do horseback or archery. That's oh, pretty tight. That's yeah. cool. I would but then they also that. wear the outfit. I would love. That. Like you wear the fucking samurai shit. Yeah. And you're like, I would love to learn how to do archery on a horse. Right. I would love so to do that. Why do you say you didn't think you could uh, do archery and then you tried it? No, just because it just seemed a lot harder. Um, and to a degree it is like to be consistent. So like your groupings have to be super consistent for you mm. to even say that. You did a good job. You can't just hit the the target a few times here and there. You want your groupings to be as close as possible and as accurate as possible across the board with how many arrows that you do have. So um, it is a little bit of a learning curve with recurve, just because of like your technique, your body positions play mm -hmm. a huge role in it. Um, how far the target is, stuff like that. Um, how windy it is, the weather. So. And I think the craziest thing about archery is you're not even looking like this. You're look, you're just feeling like this. Really? No, you're looking. I thought you're aiming. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely aiming. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. But do you have like sights or how? Do, what do you? Aim with a recurve, you don't. With a compound, you do have a sight. There's, there's like fucking crosshair. Yeah. With the compound, yeah. it's more like. Um, with the compound, you can actually put a sight. On. Yeah. Oh. But I did recurve too, the OG style. Yeah. yeah. And then it's. And there's different there's different Hold weights to the to the bows too. Well, I used to make them. Which ones? Recurves. Yeah. With chopsticks. Oh, I made those too. 
tight. <laughs> add branches. I wish add branches. No chopsticks. Those are the best. So I'd be like going on hikes and shit, and you see the perfect branch that's like curved. You're like, I'm taking this one. Huh? What kind of string would you use? Shoelace. I would. Shoelace. Take, I would take uh, the elastic band out of my mom's sewing kit. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Were you so Nick? What were you making fun of me about? Oh. What were, what were you saying? We were making Ooh. fun of you, dude. We just said you look like a superhero. That's all. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks. Wait, we should do a, a JK adventure. Uh, Horseback archery. riding archery? Or do or we do archery, archery first? first? Yeah, let's. So we could just see your skills? Yeah, just, That'd be cool. No. I feel like there's so much friendly fire. Like, oh shit! <laughs> That's so dangerous. <laughs> Shooting ones, revolvers. Yeah. Oh, Have you seen those shit. cowboys? Oh so Yo, cool. That's wild. So sick. Dude, horseback riding in general is fucking cool. It's it cool. is. Yeah, yeah. It's it scary, bro. It's scary as fuck. It's scary. You ever see. Oh, yeah, dude. My... Do what in Hawaii? I just did last week for Hannah's birthday. Oh, Brownie yeah. got you to hook up? We went to Gunstock. Oh, ask Brownie. His homie would just put you in the back of someone's random house. What? Yeah, I should have asked him. No, because they didn't let us trot. They didn't let us like, like run right. faster. Nah, it was just a walk. I was like, man, I could have been on a fucking donkey. Yeah, Brownie's homie is just so random. You go in someone's backyard. Yeah, and then like, boom! It's just big. Big! Yeah. The whole mountain. Wow. Shitting everywhere. I want to get more into that though. I feel like a lot of things, people just have to like first see themselves be able to do it. Like that belief part. A lot of it is just, if you think about everything, like if you want to achieve something, it's just a broken down skill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like being a painter or like, there's no like magic. It's like the fundamentals all at this point for everything, it's broken down into small steps, right? It's like, if you want to be a black belt in jujitsu, it's like, do you have to be a genius at it? No, like it's achievable if you break down the steps, stick with it, and then over time you get there. I think you just have to be okay with sucking at something new for a little bit. Yeah. I think that's the big thing. And sticking to it. And sticking to it and being- Taking the L's. Knowing that this is okay to suck at because this is new and I just have to get over this threshold of sucking at this for X amount of time before I can get- Cause you, anytime you start something, you always want to quit well, immediately. Because there's like ego involved <laughs> yeah, in it. Like the ego and then- Immediately. You know what? I actually, I really like the beginner phase where I don't know shit and I'm not good at it. But like when I start to get some skill in it, I get too serious. Or like, you know what I mean? Like it gets to this weird hump where like- It means too much to you? Is that what it is? Um, it's not enjoying, it's more like work now. Or maybe you, you know can't what I mean? fall like, back it's like, on like, I'm just a beginner. Maybe, yeah, but- Mindset. I always feel like- there's the, Yeah, it's just weird. At the beginning for me, it feels like a lot more work always. And that's fine, but once you kind of get the hang of it, then it feels like, oh, I could have more fun with this. I got more creativity in it. But usually when you start anything for me, it's always like, this is hard, but it's, I have to tell myself like all, all the time, like this is hard, but it's okay. You know? I think it's good to humble yourself with new, new skills. You gotta eat a pile of shit. I love new skills. Yeah. yeah. Being, being like at the very bottom of a learning curve is actually fucking healthy and awesome because Great. you only have somewhere up to go, especially for, yeah. especially in your like later years of adulthood and stuff where you feel like you're supposed to be good at this and you start feeling all fucking self-conscious about things, whether it be your career, your relationship, whatever. Like being at the fucking bottom of the barrel 
sometimes is the exact thing that you need to just be like, ah, oh, there's still stuff to do, there's still stuff to learn, and there's like a humility to it that makes it amazing. Dance. I remember, um, oh dude, I remember my fucking, probably, I never had this feeling with any other thing ever in terms of trying to learn to do something, but I remember trying to learn how to do windmills when I was in college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took me fucking four and a half months. So like four and a half that's months, fast. you know, that's what people sometimes say, but it feels fucking forever. How come Filipinos get in like three days? Yeah, what's up with that? Hey, do Filipinos get in three days? Hell no. Thank you. All the Filipinos right. I knew got in like three days. All right, anime? They okay. said they meant three years. So, so windmills is fucking hard to learn. Can't still learn them right now too, right? The point is like you're physically throwing your body in, in a, in in ways that you're just like, you have to like understand your own physics, your momentum, your strength, like the grace, the fitness, all that, but you're just hurting yourself and you're putting bruises on your body and you're just doing this and then everybody around you who fucking has it, you just feel so like, okay, uh, it's possible, so I'm just gonna keep going. But it takes months. And I remember the very first time I got continuous windmills, I was at the recreation center at UCI and I was by myself. It was just like, we just did a workout and I was just like, ah, oh, the, the, the fucking fitness room is empty. I'm just gonna go try it on the mats, right? So I go in there and I hit fucking continuous windmills for the first time. I was so hyped. I was jumping up and down the room by myself. I called my sister. Wow. I straight up had to call because I was just like, I don't know who's gonna pick up the phone, and I had to call her. And she's not even someone you usually like not console at all, in. She, she, she's if like, anything, she's like that, like uh, that random backdoor. Like you only hit her up if it's like the most incredible or the most painful things that you ever go through. Yeah. I just didn't normally think of, but she was like, I have to tell somebody, and, and she was the first person I thought of. Yeah. And I called her, and I'm on the phone. I'm fucking hyped. I'm like, you won't believe this. I got continuous. She like doesn't give a shit. But I got continuous okay. windmills. <laughs> and, it, and I just remember that feeling, being yeah. like, I never would have thought I could do this. And it was just super, super powerful. But I've never actually had that feeling ever again. Wow. Something that powerful. I thought you were gonna say like, oh. I never did them ever again after that. <laughs> I was like, and that's when I quit windmills. I do, I do that when I'm drunk. I only do them when I'm the drunk. The most powerful feeling like that that I ever felt was uh, in boot camp. So in boot camp, like, um, I was trying to like crush it as hard as I can because I sucked really bad in school. Today's video is brought to you by Uncommon Goods. Are you looking for holiday gifts? Because if you're a good family member and friend, of course you are. But you don't want to get the same boring stuff. Nope. You want to get something uncommon and good, such as this kit right here. They sent us the mochi donut kit. And how did they know? We love mochi donuts. We always eat it in every single time we shoot. JK. In JK, we get yep. it. But now we get to make it with the friends at home. And what's awesome is they have a lot of unique gifts just like this that are made by small artisans, local peoples, just straight up. Not these big old manufacturing companies, but just, you know, homegrown, grassroots types. Yeah, so who do you want to support this holiday season? Jeff Bezos or Morimoto-san? Like this one, Mr. Morimoto. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash off the record. That's uncommongoods.com slash off the record for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. You think TSA would let us through with this bag? They should. Uncommon Goods. And then so I did pretty good. I got appointed a squad leader, so you're kind of in charge of like, maybe like 20 people in your squad. And uh, 
and most of the, and there's only four squad leaders in a platoon. So in the platoon, like most people kind of looked up to me for leadership. And we got to this thing where it's called the stairway to heaven. If you guys ever drive by Camp Pendleton on the five freeway, you'll see this giant fucking ladder that's like, I don't know, a hundred feet tall. And each rung is like four or five feet above the other one. So if you're standing here, there's like a big ass log. The first log goes across like right here. The next one is like another four or five feet. And I remember the drill instructor going to this thing and there's no nothing to attach to. And the drill instructor goes, who here is scared of heights? <laughs> I was like the first one, like I had no shame. And then he looked at me like, what the fuck? One of my squad leaders like, get the fuck over here, Kwan. Cause I made him look bad. And I was like, this recruit's scared of heights, sir. And he, cause he, I think the people that are scared of heights, he wanted to rush them through first because they're gonna take fucking forever. So there's a specific technique where, it's, where the logs meet you kind of like reach over like with your arm and then you kind of like hook the other log. And once you do this, you can hang your legs over and then you can unhook your arm and then kind of rinse and repeat and go up. The thing is, um, once you lock your arms in, this thing, technically you can't fall out. So it, take, it allows you to swing your legs over, but it takes a little bit of leap of faith. So when it was my turn to go up, I'm like, all right, fuck this. I don't be no fucking bitch. I don't be a pussy. So I climb up hella fast and you go all the way up. But then on the way down is where the leap of faith happens because you're like this and you have to kind of like unswing your legs. And then when you unswing the log, you kind of just drop. Oh shit. And then you just have to trust that the, you believe in this technique and it, you're like, oh shit, what the fuck? And your legs are dangling and you're like 80 feet in the air and you're like this. 80 feet. So I'm up there. I, cl I climb up hella fast. I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm fucking, I ain't no bitch. I get up there, I do the technique, and I look down, and I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then the children, get the fuck down, Quan. What the fuck are you doing up there? And you just see, and on the bottom is just fucking wood chips, like fucking, like, you know, bark. Yeah. Like, like it's gonna fucking prevent any death. Like, you'll just die, you know? And I was like, Oh fuck it, this is time for me to go. It's time for me to go. Fuck it, I don't give a fuck. So I went like this. I let go of my legs and I swing and you feel that moment of weightlessness and I was like, oh! And I'm like, oh shit, this is fucking crazy. And then, then everything became easy because you just know that feeling. And that was like, that moment I'll always forever remember because it was something that, it took a leap of faith to do and then the consequence I think would have just been death. <laughs> Or I could Same with go. windmills, you know, you could yeah. just die. Or, or, or you're just there and you'll probably be like, somebody call 911, I can't get down. <laughs> I feel like in those situations, you're forced to do the first, not the latter, of being like, someone call 911, because like everybody there in that environment, you're just like, I have only one option, either die or do it. <laughs> yeah, and looking at it the other way, I think they should make the scared people go last, because if you watch other people do it, you feel like, okay, it's, oh, okay, it's, okay we can do it, that. yeah. I'm like, why are you making the fucking scaredy cats go first? Because it teaches you the most. Uh, like, probably does. But then most maybe less. everybody who thought they could do it is like, maybe I can't do it. But then now I look like a and bitch in front of 80 people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's all about the lesson. <laughs> yeah, berry dancing was one of the only moments. Right? I felt like that. <clears throat> Windmills was one of them, air flares, yeah. Really? Dang, I can't even imagine getting your first air flare. That's fucking, you're just flying and hoping to not die. Well, yeah, die. you catch it and you're floating. You're like, what the fuck? I'm one of those Asians? Well, and you can <laughs>
Breakdancing's hard though. Like I feel like every guy uh, at one point tried breakdancing. Especially you're Asian? Yeah. Yeah, like I tried. I didn't uh, fucking go anywhere with it. And I was like, I'll just start popping. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just uh I think choreography is super people, hard. A lot of people try and they never pass that level of being able to do power moves. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you can only you have to be young. If you're, if you're, if someone came up to me at 25, 30, said, I'm gonna start breakdancing, I would have told him stop. Really? really? Or, 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 or just flavor, now. or just flavor, all footwork flavor. Not even flavor, bro, you're too late, you late, kids are getting flavor. Like, you <laughs> these kids now really? are insane. They're crazy. Kids now, eight It's years too old. old to start breakdancing at 25? 20, you late. To be like a killer in the game? Absolutely. Oh, Hell, you yeah. late. You're gonna yeah. be like, I got my windmills. They're gonna be like, bro, you mad late. <laughs> I could do 1990s, cause. Dude, we're in 2020 right now. Bro, like, the eight-year-old got fucking 2,000 of those. <laughs> you late, dog. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> I would have said choreography or popping or freestyling. But choreography, I think, is hard. And you got to count nice and remember your moves. Five, six, seven, eight, and one. Like, come on, that's hard. That's <laughs> and you got to listen. It's just like an air flare. No. <laughs> air flare, you just throw it. I think one, one thing that's like... Something that I'm like, oh wow, I surpassed, or I never be would have believed, is sometimes I just wake up and the first thing I'm thinking in the morning is like, shit, this, fuck. Like yesterday, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could make it as a YouTuber. Hmm. Or like, can I, you know? And then I'm just, it felt like I just was that 20 year old in college, and I'm like, I wanna make funny videos on YouTube. And then like, that was me yesterday and I woke up, fast forward, I did all that. And now I'm like, damn, that shit really happened. And I think that's really a weird feeling I get right when I wake up and it's fresh in my mind as if it was like, I was a college student last night and I woke up today and I did it. And then that's, I think that's one of the, sh like, it's like, I don't know, maybe that is a part of like this whole imposter syndrome that people talk about. But then now I'm like, what's weird to me is... Is it kind of like you're in disbelief of everything you've already done? You're like, wow, I did all that or all that happened or... Yeah, and I'm still shooting goals and doing it. Mm. Like, my head is saying, okay, I want to live in multiple cities and I want to open up a business with my friends in Hawaii. And I'll live there for a little bit. Because I've been thinking about it for so long since we've been visiting our friends and family, right? So it's like, it's... A lot of people talk about, for decades, like, hey, one day, let's open up a surf school together. Yeah, we'll do it, right? And then, you actually do it. And I'm, I'm like, that's kind of the cool thing, is like, oh yeah, we did it. And then what's the next thing we can do? So then my mind now turns into this, like, how many other things can we go to? And now there's more dreams than there is time to do it, yeah. Which is a crazy feeling where that fresh college mind is, is still like right there, like that feeling and that memory of hope is still there. So it just doesn't feel that far away. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like I, I came so far from there. It, came, it, it, it really feels like, wow, that, that I'm living it and I was dreaming it. And it's, it's not that I didn't, what's the word? It's kind of like you have the hope early on but when you actually do it, it's nothing like you imagined. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's usually not. Yeah. 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 
It's not. And not, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, right? Sometimes you like dream of something and then you get there and you're like, oh shit, this is whack. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the craziest thing is, um, I think in the very beginning, you just hope for something and you try your best and then you get there. But then after you keep doing this over and over again, it's just this crazy reality of not so much what if, but like when and how. Yeah. Mm.